As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Supernaturally Paid podcast where all faith-based entrepreneurs come to get everything that they need about how to thrive in business, how to not worry about money, and how to trust God more than they trust their bank account. I am your host, Raven Hoquette. Let's get into the episode. Hey, you guys, what's up? It is Raven Hoquette here, and I am back with another episode of Supernaturally Paid. Now, y'all know I love to talk about money. And let me just tell y'all, I love to talk about money because I feel like oftentimes when it comes to faith-based entrepreneurship, money kind of is like a little bit of like the elephant in the room, you know, like nobody wants to look like they're doing too much. Nobody wants to look like they're, you know, being boisterous. Nobody wants to sound like they're bragging. Nobody wants to feel like, you know, oh, all you do is lead with your money and that whole type of thing. And so a lot of times we don't talk about it. You know, we don't talk about how much we make. We don't talk about how much we want to make. A lot of times we don't talk unless it's with a super close group of people. We don't talk about our goals as far as like what we want to do monetary wise, but we got to have this conversation, right? And we got to talk about it because the Bible says a ton of things, y'all, about money. The Bible talks about money all the time. So this episode is going to cover What does the Bible say about money? And I've been just so eager to get into this because, you know, we love to talk about what God says about healing. We love to talk about what God says, you know, about marriage. We love to talk about what God says about sickness and disease and things like that. But why are we not having a conversation about what the word of God says about money? So I want to lead and first share with you guys a scripture that's in the book of Ecclesiastes and it's five and 10. So it says, those who love money will never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. So I want to talk about that first because I feel like so many of us, especially as faith-based entrepreneurs, because we know what we are entitled to, because we know what God has promised us financially, it's easy to obtain the wealth. It's easy to obtain the riches and then get very big-headed. But what you never want to do is become that person that is so obsessed with money. What you never want to do is become that person that starts to actually make money your God. So I love that this scripture says that it's meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness because true happiness is something that we get from Christ, y'all. So that's the first thing. The Bible reminds us that money literally does not buy happiness. And, you know, you see posts floating around on social media all the time that say things like, whoever said money doesn't buy happiness doesn't have enough. No, whoever said money does buy happiness 
has made money their God. You know, that's basically what that means. So I definitely wanted to touch on that. That's one of the things that the Bible says about money. Another scripture that I love when I think about money is Genesis 9 and 13, y'all. And I know that this is going to surprise you guys because you're thinking like when I talk about money and what the Bible says about it, I know everybody's going to probably think that we just going to be going through the book of Proverbs like this whole episode, right? Because I feel like Proverbs is like the entrepreneur's like mantle that needs to be like, you know, a part of all of like your daily declarations and all of that kind of stuff. But we might not even go to Proverbs in this episode. So I want to talk to y'all about Genesis 9 and 13. So Genesis 9, 13 says, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. So think about when it rains outside, y'all. When it's a storm outside, if you look closely, matter of fact, you don't even got to look that close. I remember when I was a child, I would get so excited about when it would rain outside because I'm like, mommy, daddy, this means that we're going to see a rainbow. I might just only see the end of it, but it means that I'm going to see a rainbow. So I wanted to touch on that. Because how many people listening have been through a storm in your finances? How many people listening have been in a situation where you didn't have more bills than money? How many people listening have had more month than money? How many people listening have had bill collectors calling you nonstop? How many people listening are waiting for a financial breakthrough? How many people listening are right now fighting off the lies that the devil is trying to tell you, trying to tell you that God is going to leave you in a place of being in shambles financially, trying to tell you that God is going to forsake you. But it tells us in Genesis 9 and 13 that the rainbow is a sign of the covenant that God has with us. God has made a covenant with us when it comes to our finances. So even if you are in the midst of the storm, I want you to look closely in that storm and look for the rainbow because God is literally promising you in this scripture that the rainbow is in the midst of every storm. Instead of feeling so sad about your financial situation, feeling so frustrated about your financial situation, actually thank God for what he's teaching you in that season. Thank God. Let's say that you're in a season where you're not making, you know, as much money. You don't have as many clients and things like that. Thank God for a season of rest. When I tell y'all like my God got me so busy right now, God said, I'm going to have this girl busy. When I was on my way over here to the studio, my husband actually called me about something else and said, Hey, God said, it's time for us to launch this. I said, God, when am I going to sleep? When am I going to get a nap? But I'm realizing, you know, this is just my season. So really I'm in a season of execution, right? But even in this, There is a rainbow in this and God is just constantly reminding me of his covenant with me. So I want to also get into the book of Malachi with you guys. And I want to talk about this because, you know, we're in a funny time right now. It hasn't been necessarily officially said by the government that we're in a recession, but we know that it's coming. And by the time y'all listen to this podcast, the announcement might have already been put out there that we're officially in a recession, right? So when you scroll up and down social media, you see a lot of entrepreneurs posting things like how to prepare for the recession, how to get your finances together for the recession, how to get your business prepared for the recession, how to start a business that's recession proof. Literally everybody's marketing is leading with something about a recession, right? But you know what I'm doing over here? I'm sitting over here big chilling. You know what my clients are doing over here? We're sitting over here big chilling. And we're big chilling because it literally tells us in the book of Malachi, God said, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines of your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe. 
Your finances are protected in the midst of the recession. Your finances are protected in the midst of famine. God has constantly been speaking to me and using the word unprecedented in my prayer time. God said what will be a recession for them will not be a recession for you. And that's what I've been standing on. That's what I've been just praising God for every morning, worshiping him, thanking him, you know, in the name of Jesus, that a recession will not touch me. A recession will not come near me. A recession will not come near my family. And that's something that you should be standing on as well. This episode is brought to you by the God Pays Me Masterclass. Y'all, this masterclass is everything that faith-based entrepreneurs need that have been struggling with worrying about money and overcoming the spirit of poverty. All you have to do is go to the show notes and hit that link and download it and it will be sent to you instantly. One of the things that I love about the word of God is there is literally a scripture for anything that you could ever go through in life. See, people think that the Bible only talks about money when it comes to abundance and only talks about money when it comes to how much God can give us. But the Bible talks about recession. The Bible talks about those things. The Bible talks about how to build a proper foundation when it comes to your money. The Bible says so many different things about your money. So next up, we're going to go to the book of Job. Y'all, I love just citing the book of Job when we talk about money, because when you read Job's story baby, you got to get the tissues out. It's like this baby didn't lost everything. The kids, everything, the health has been impacted. Like it just seemed like Job just went through so much, right? But when you get to the end of the story and you see how God just gave Job beauty for ashes, God just gave Job even more than what it was that he lost. So in Job 5.24, it says, you will know that your tent is secure. You will take a stock of your property and you will find that nothing is missing. Y'all are going to look back at y'all businesses during this recession, after this recession, and you're going to be like, it is only by the grace of God that I never lost. I never missed a beat. It's by the grace of God that every bill was paid. It's by the grace of God that there was no interruption in my finances. It's by the grace of God that an eviction didn't touch me. It's by the grace of God that a recession did not touch me. See, some of y'all are so worried about being evicted because you see people losing their homes and you see them talking about how they're not giving rent relief and things like that. But Job 5 and 24 literally speaks against eviction. It literally starts with, you will know that your tent is secure. You will literally know that your family is secure. You have to just take heed to those things. Another scripture that I love that talks about money is in 1 Timothy 5 and 8. It says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially members of his household, he has denied the faith. If God tells us that he wants us to provide for our family, that would mean that he would have to give us something. He would have to give us the resources to be able to provide for our family, correct? So I say this to the woman right now that maybe you and your husband are expecting. I say this maybe even to the man that's listening in that maybe you and your partner are expecting and you're looking at the numbers, you're looking at the finances and it doesn't feel like the math is mathing, right? It doesn't feel like 
the prosperity is with you. It doesn't feel like you're on the right side of your finances and it doesn't feel like you can really afford this baby. Maybe you're looking at the health insurance bills. Maybe you're looking at, you know, the the cost of the crib and all these different things that you know that you have to do. God said that he would make a way for you. God also said in Genesis that he wants us to be fruitful and multiply. I don't believe that God said that because he wants us to have children that we are not going to be able to afford. And y'all, one of my favorite scriptures that I stand on when it comes to my finances is Psalm 121. Let me tell y'all something that I used to catch myself up saying all the time as an entrepreneur. I would say, man, it's all these people in my life that can call on me for money and I don't have nobody that I can call on. But guess what Psalms 121 says? It says, my help comes from the Lord. Literally, if you don't remember nothing else about that book, my help comes from the Lord. You can call on God when it comes to your finances. One of the things that I've learned over and over and over about God is that God does not just want our health situation. He doesn't just want to talk to us about our marriage. He doesn't just want to talk to us about our parenting. God wants to talk to us about everything. And that everything that he wants us to talk to him about includes our finances. So if you really struggle with just the faith and believing that God is a provider, if you really struggle with the faith, like God is a promise keeper, that he's going to keep his covenant with you, then the book of Psalms is definitely something that you need to make sure that you are just devouring and just indulging into. I also want to go to the book of Peter. Like y'all know Peter was like a low-key goon. So I feel like Peter is just like, you know, my little best friend in my head when it comes to the, the biblical people. But second Peter talks to us about the Lord not being slow to his promise. And I want to highlight that because when you're in a situation and your finances are not where you want them to be, it feels like it is taking forever. And I know because I have been there and I have been there multiple times where I'm like, God, what is up? God, you told me to start this business. God, you told me to launch this YouTube. You told me to start this podcast. When are these things going to be profitable? You told me to spend time on TikTok versus spending time on Instagram. When are these things really going to work out? I've been there where I'm not questioning God, but I'm like, God, why I feel like I've been, you know, waiting all this time? You know, what's going on? How come I feel like so-and-so is doing this and they got that, but I'm over here just still waiting for my harvest. I'm over here still waiting for my promise. But first, I mean, second Peter three and nine says the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. And I want to talk about that real quick because some of y'all think that y'all ready to be multimillionaires and you're not. You're not ready to be multimillionaires because you don't know how to even be a good steward over the 50,000 that God has given you. You don't know how to even be a good steward over the 120,000 that God has given you. You don't know how to be a good steward over the 250,000 that God has given you. So God almost not necessarily, I don't want to say that it's a delay on your promise, but God is trying to protect you from getting in trouble with the IRS. God is trying to protect you from being audited. God is trying to make sure you got them books in order. You've been doing your bookkeeping. You got them P&L statements in order, all those financial sheets. God is trying to make sure you have your stuff together before he elevates you to that next level. And y'all know before we close out this episode, I got to go back to the book of Deuteronomy. I got to go to Deuteronomy 15 and 4, where God says there shall be no poor among you. That is absolutely my favorite scripture to stand on when it comes to money. Poor is not your portion. 
Poverty is not your portion. Mediocrity is not your portion. Lack is not your portion. Not being able to provide for your family is not your portion. We also got to go to Proverbs. I know that y'all are so shocked that we are just going to Proverbs because Proverbs is the book that most of us like just completely stand on as entrepreneurs. But I'm going to give y'all Proverbs 24 and 16. It says the godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. I want to speak to somebody that's going through a tough time financially. I want to speak to somebody that right now you don't have enough money for your bills. Right now, you might not even have enough to fully feed your children the way that you want to. Right now, you might have business bills that's just seem like they're coming out of nowhere. Bill collectors might be calling you. You might even be listening to this podcast as you live in your car. You might even be listening to this podcast episode and you don't have no lights on in your house. Maybe you don't have no hot water in your house. I want to let you know that Proverbs 24, 16 says that you will get back up again. And I want to speak that over you in the name of Jesus that I don't care how many times you have fallen. You are not a failure. You are not a loser. You are not whack. You are not forgotten about. God has already gone before you. Everything that you are going through right now, he already knew that it will happen and you will get back up again. So I want you to speak that over yourself, speak that over your children, speak that over whatever loved ones you have that might be going through a financial time, a difficult financial time. I'm going to get back up again. I'm going to get back up again. I'm going to get back up again. I don't care what I go through. I don't care what I got going on financially because that's the thing too. Entrepreneurs want you to believe that it be up and it's stuck. When it's up, it don't always be stuck. (laughs) You can make a million dollars one year and then the next year you might make a million and a half dollars, but God got you investing $1.2 million into something. So when it's up, it's not always stuck, but I don't care how many times it feels like I'm falling. I'm going to get back up every time. God has given me authority with my prayer. God has given me the gift of tongues. God has given me the authority to trample over any serpent. Like y'all need to start speaking to the enemy as well and telling the enemy to back up off of your finances. Some of y'all, the enemy literally has y'all in a chokehold and you're forgetting the scripture that says that God has given you the authority to defeat and trample over any kind of serpents that would try to come upon you. So start speaking to your finances. Start getting excited about your finances. Open up your Bible. Open up your Bible often and go and cite these scriptures that I've been mentioning in this episode. And I just really appreciate y'all for rocking out with me and listening to another episode of the Supernaturally Paid Podcast. It has been a joy to deliver this podcast to y'all. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget to go to the show notes and check out the free resource that I have for you guys when it comes to your money. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Supernaturally Paid. Do not forget to subscribe. We don't want y'all to miss out on any amazing content that we have to offer. And also don't forget to hit the link in the show notes so that you can get your free God Pays Me Masterclass. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.